Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into DMBR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 36 p.m. every single day. Jake and RK back. Two commitments over the weekend. Got a four-star transfer visiting now. Another great day to be a buff. Amen. I uh, I said it. I said big weekend and potentially an even bigger start to the week. That's the way I put out this uh, show, and that's the way uh, that's the way it is. It's the way it's trending. Yep. Um, let's get into it. Travis J. Over the weekend, another former Seminole, Ryan. No relation to Rob J. No relation to Rob J. But from Greenville, Florida, so a true Florida boy, 6'2", 198, um, safety. He's coming, man. That's, what is that, our sixth Seminole? Uh, fifth? fifth, I believe. Fifth Seminole. And uh, I think all of them are Florida boys, too. Yeah. Which I think that's what people are missing. I think they're all defensive players, too, aren't they? Yes. I mean... I think that's what people are missing is they think like Coach Prime is specifically targeting FSU. I think he's specifically targeting Florida boys. Oh, yeah, for sure. See Jimmy Horn and Xavier Weaver as well. Exactly. We'll get to Xavier Weaver. Yes. He's out there working. Uh, but Travis J, a bit of an interesting case. So last year he didn't play. He was ineligible. Before that, though, 2021, he played in 10 games. He had one start, 17 tackles, two interceptions, four pass breakups, um, total 104 yards on four kick returns in 2020. In the COVID shortened year, he pl- I'm assuming all six games with two starts, 26 tackles, one interception, one forced fumble. Again, 229 yards on 10 kick returns. Um, also did some punt returns. 2019 was a redshirt year. But this was a 2019 four-star recruit, one of the top 154 players in the country. 17th best cornerback. Now he's in Colorado. So why didn't he play last year? Ineligible. Academics. Academically ineligible. Yep. That's tough. Yep. Um, now, I, that doesn't mean he can't turn it around. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a tough lesson to learn, uh, for sure. Like, not being able to play because you didn't get your school stuff in order. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if anyone can, I think, help a player understand that you know what what the, what the way they have to attack the classroom i think it's coach prime but uh yeah uh, you know there's that's probably the main reason why he's in the transfer portal you you miss a whole year you're going to get kind of um pushed down the depth chart exactly but hey dude can ball yeah i mean the numbers that you read from 2021 uh those are legit contributor on a you know on on a Florida State team that was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Wasn't even starting, but was still putting up numbers. Um, doesn't even have to start here at Colorado. I mean, the secondary stacked. He's just another piece to this. L- I mean, dude, this is a loaded secondary. This is crazy. Yeah, I'm starting to wonder how much Coach Prime likes to rotate players in that in the secondary. Yeah, uh, because they are going to have an opportunity to do so. And Shiloh's not even here yet. I know, I know. It's crazy. I mean. It, you start to lose track. There's so many. Literally. Because I'm like, okay, Trevor Woods is going to play. Right. Cam's going to play. Shiloh's going to play. And then you just keep going. Like, Slusher, probably going to play. And then you just like, you're like, okay, well, not all of them can. Yeah. Unless he maybe likes to rotate players at safety. And I'm pretty sure um, people 
some of our Jackson State viewers have said he did like to rotate uh, players in the secondary quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Well, he's got the bodies to do so now. A um, bunch of them from Florida, a bunch of them coached under him, under Coach Kelly. It's uh, I'm just liking the chemistry that we're seeing here. Like This looks like a group who everyone's on board. It's talented, much more talented than it was last year, and now they're deep. Yep. It's pretty insane. We got a receiver, too. We got the big one, the one that we've been asking for. Finally. Javon Antonio, former Northwestern State. Where is that, Ryan? Louisiana. <laughs> That's right. I'll never forget that. Um, 6'4", 215. So in 2020, I believe he was a two-star Juco tight end recruit. Um, he played at Hins Community College his first two seasons. Had some pretty solid years. Transfer, or then committed to Northwestern State as a JUCO transfer. They didn't play in 2020 because of COVID, so they played the spring of 2021. He gets second team All-Southland Conference in his first season. He has 521 yards on 31 receptions and four, four touchdowns. And then in fall 2021, he was also academically ineligible, redshirted, did not play, returned last season in 2022, and returned to, uh, to Southland All-Conference second team honors, had an even better year than that season in 2021, of spring 2021, 64 receptions, 684 yards, and six touchdowns. Yeah, that's a year. And that's this guy year. is 6'4", 220. Yep. Finally, uh, and really wanted a, a a big dog who can eat out there, mm -hmm. and, uh, and and it looks like they got one. Um, I know the uh, level of competition is slightly different, but more production last year than Montana Lamonius Craig has <laughs> in his career at Colorado. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, difference uh, you know in, in playing in the Power Five and playing at Northwestern State, but I love bringing in these guys who can produce. I really wanted Jaquay Jackson. Haven't really heard anything on that front in a yeah. while. Um, but I guess a uh, wide receiver spot did just open. So potentially an uh, opportunity to bring in more. But now you've brought in a 6'3 guy who can really run. Mm -hmm. uh, a 6'4 guy from the lower levels. Um, and uh, I, I like the options that they're, they're getting out there. And I was at a graduation uh, this weekend. Saw Montana Lamonius Craig walking across the street or yeah. walking across the uh, stage. So uh, maybe, you know, there's still an opportunity there. For sure. It looks um, like he was enjoying his time. Yeah, he had a good time, it looks like. <laughs> Where do you think we're at with Shane Hooks then? Do you think this is officially done for the Shane Hooks to Boulder movement? No. Yeah. Um, but we haven't, it, it's been so quiet on that front. Uh, that, that that I just don't know. I mean, Shane Hooks is six five. Yeah. So I'll, I'll keep climbing the ladder. Yep. <laughs> uh, if he wants to come here, but it's just been mm, eerily quiet on that front. Yeah. Took a visit to Utah. Uh, I think about a week ago. Um, I haven't really seen anything. He keeps posting his offers and stuff. I can't even remember if CU offered him at this point. I can't either. But I do remember he was in that top five initially a while back. But when he coming into Ole Miss, um, but since that I haven't really seen anything. All right, probably the biggest piece of news today: one Alton McCaskill. Ryan. Yes, 
We've talked about this guy quite a bit. We've gotten maybe a little prematurely excited about him, mm-hmm. but he's in Boulder now. He is in Boulder, um, and I can't shake that his name sounds like he's like royalty. Right. Bolton McCaskill. <laughs> Um, but, uh, he might be royalty in the transfer portal right now. Um, because the production from him in his freshman season is just off the charts. Um, the buffs are in a place now where like, if you don't get a guy, you're like, okay, that's fine. Like you don't, you didn't necessarily need him, but guys like this would just be such a great luxury to have, you know, you never know how a guy's going to come back from a torn ACL. Obviously in general, the younger you are, the better. Um, he's super young when he suffered that injury. Uh, so you, you, you feel confident that he's going to be able to bounce back. Um, but in a world where, you know, maybe he isn't quite the same, you don't end up like, it's not like, oh, you put all of your running back eggs in the Alton McCaskill basket. It's just like, oh, if you get him and he's a beast, then you, you know, you've got this great one, two punch with him and Dylan Edwards or, Maybe you have a, a three-headed monster with Cavassier smoke. Like, there's just right. so many different paths to having a good running game if you get a guy like this who's been a thousand-yard, twenty-touchdown player. Right. Um, they do not have all their eggs in the Alton McCaskill basket, but man, they've been trying to. They've really been going after him, and uh, finally got him on campus now after visiting Florida. Uh, I think he had another big visit before that too. So that the fact that he's still coming. ASU. That's what it was. So the fact that he's still coming to Boulder, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like we're coming full circle here because when he initially entered the portal, we got that crystal ball immediately yep. that he was going to Colorado. Yep. Um, the NC State running back was Demi Sumo Karnagbaye. He visited, I think, two weekends ago. And past the fact that he visited, we didn't hear much after that. Yeah. Yep. That's about right. Um, so yeah, McCaskill, man, probably my favorite available player in this, this portal, you know, session other than like bear Alexander. Yeah. Um, he's exciting, man. He's got size. He's got speed shiftiness, like for his size rated a four-star transfer, uh, recruit according to two, four, seven sports, 111th overall, ninth overall running back. We'll see. Stay tuned. All right. Before we continue on with the news, shout out to Shady Rays. We finally have uh, some sunshine starting to peek back through, Ryan. It's been a gloomy last, like, I don't know, four or five days. I know. It's, yeah, exactly. Uncharacteristically, Colorado. But tomorrow and Wednesday looking prime. Exactly. The sun is coming. Make sure you're ready with your Shady Rays. Shady Rays have polarized optics. They are also extremely durable, but if you do happen to lose or break your pair of Shady Rays, they've got you covered and they'll send you a new replacement pair. You can check out their entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall, or you can go online at ShadyRays.com. While you're there, make sure you use code DMBR for 50% off two or more pairs of their polarized sunglasses. You can try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And then Shador's number two barbecue sauce, the tomato-based, rich, thick, sweet, molasses-style barbecue sauce, the tangy vinegar and fiery heat finish uh, with subtle smoky notes. Have you experimented with any other sandwiches or 
other type of food with Shador's number two. Uh, I took your lead and just put it on some chicken. Yep. So good. Fantastic, so isn't good. it? Yep. Yeah, it's great. It's on like a good barbecue sauce, which this absolutely is. Yep. Can just carry a whole meal. Absolutely, it can. Don't even need to season your chicken, really. Salt and pepper, and then just throw some sauce on yep. there, and you're good to go. Um, go to plbse.com. Make sure you use code all Thank God you said salt and pepper, or else that was going to be a tough look for oh, you. Oh, of course. No, it's always <laughs> salt and pepper. I know how to cook. Don't, I'm just don't saying, worry. Uh, you started with, you don't even need to season your chicken, and I saw well, just like I mean, alarm like, bells, red flags. No. Like, you know what I mean, though? Like, all those like seasoning mixes, it's like, throw this on your it's kicking chicken, or whatever the hell it's yeah. called. You don't need that with Shador's number two. Use code all city, all caps, all one word at checkout for 10% off your order of Shador's number two barbecue. All right, um, so a very busy weekend in the transfer portal. We have flipped a couple players. Now we've been flipped. Mm-hmm. EJ Horton flips from Colorado to West Virginia. Horton, here's a WVU. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well done. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but just an interesting addition in this, I guess, West Virginia series now because Jalen Ellis flipped from West Virginia to Colorado what, a week ago? Yep. Um, and so now West Virginia returns the favor. EJ Horton, not going to be a buff. So weird. Yeah. Um, portal flips are, are odd to me. Not that like there's anything wrong with it. I'm just like, how did this happen? Um, but that's all right. You know, we liked Horton's speed. Um, they certainly have tried to stock up on speed at that position, and they've succeeded in doing so. Uh, so... It's not a, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's easy to say this, but I think I would take uh, Ellis if I had to pick one of the two. Yes. Obviously, coming with hindsight being 2020 now. I mean, both have very similar production, but Ellis averages 50 yards a reception. Right. And he's 6'3 and fast, whereas Horton is small and fast. Exactly. Um, But I mean, I guess that's maybe they knew. Uh, that Javon Antonio was coming. I mean, this wide receiver room, we already kind of talked about it. Man, it's getting crowded, though. Like, <laughs> you've got two four-star freshmen coming in who yeah. you're expecting to play. Xavier Weaver, who we're just about to talk about, looks pretty damn good mm-hmm. and very fluid. He's mm-hmm. going to be an impact player. This is, I don't know. It's just you're, wild how this receiving core has yeah. been built. But most receiving uh, rooms in the country are like this. You know, it's easy to forget that last year. Oh God, what was the name of that kid? Uh, the little white receiver, Jack Hysteria. Yes, dude. Like Jack Hysteria <laughs> had games where he looked like the best receiver on the team. Um, you know, like he probably was at some point. I know, <laughs> I know. So, uh, like, it's most receiver rooms in the country have this thing where it's like, oh damn, like they have this like big fast receiver who's not even contributing that much for them because they have so many other guys right and that's how you end up in the transfer portal exactly um xavier weaver he put up this tweet uh was it yesterday or the day before i can't remember but he's out there working on the side of the freeway man bro he's got that dog you just know that is one hell of a place to get a workout in (laughs) i've never seen anything like that in my life here it is Running the hill, <laughs> running. Look at his release. Like running routes and then running <laughs> yeah. up the hill. I love it, man. Ooh, ooh, nice little snag. 
He looks sudden, man. He, <laughs> he does. looks good. He does. This is great. I love that um, Coach Prime was coaching him on Twitter. Or yeah. was he? I I don't know. Yeah, that may have been a dream, right? <laughs> I swear I had a dream that Coach Prime said, keep those hands a little tighter to your body. Yep. But maybe I'm just dreaming of becoming a wide receiver coach myself. There you go. <laughs> if I were you know, his coach, I would say, hey, keep those arms a little tighter to the body. Right. I'm, I'm sure uh, Coach Prime will have the chance to tell him that pretty, pretty soon. This is an elite place for a workout. Yep. I love it. Again, leading the pack up there at the top of the hill, too. This is like the local park. No. The hill next to the freeway. Frog jumps up the hill. That's a workout. It reminds me of uh, when Von Miller was working out with the guy they call uh, Hell's Trainer. <laughs> he was like running up sand dunes. Oh, and shit. yeah. I remember that. <laughs> That is uh, very hard, by the way. Running in sand, like on the beach, like quarterbacks that train on the beach. That oh, yeah. is like actually difficult to do stuff it's like terrible. that. Um, yeah, the tweet's gone, guys. <laughs> what, what tweet? <laughs> yeah, what tweet? Um, all right, some more recruiting news real quickly. Colorado offers 2024 defensive lineman Melvin Hills the third. Um, I believe this is the only offer I saw over the weekend. But three-star defensive lineman out of Lafayette, Louisiana, 527th overall, 50th <laughs> overall defensive lineman, 6'3", 270. <laughs> um, and then some national recruiting news. The number one player in the country has committed. The number one quarterback, Dylan no. Raiola. He must have gone to Nebraska because I was told he was a Nebraska lock. Oh, well, I heard he was going to Arizona State. Oh, maybe he was an Arizona State lock. So he go there? Uh, No. Oh. Congrats, Sean. Uh, Georgia gets the number one player in the country. The rich get richer, man. Yes. Just won back-to-back national championships with a walk-on. <laughs> and now they got the number one quarterback <laughs> slash player in the country. Yeah, completely fair. Doesn't seem good for the rest of the country. No. Uh, Kirby's built a beast, but um, a little victory because Nebraska fans were very, very confident mm. that Matt Rule was going to pull the number one player mm. in the class. Mm, mm, mm. That's those. What's that taste? Oh, it's Nebraska tears, and it's delicious. Mm, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man. ASU, uh, like uh, I don't even really. They don't move me, but no. I'm also glad they didn't get it. Yeah. We just can't have that momentum going from right, that side. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, In, like, it's hard to imagine. I'll touch wood here. But, like, a guy, flip, like him flipping from Georgia, he went through kind of a long recruitment process. Right. Um, usually, you know, quarterbacks have decided long before this. Um, yep. So, not, like, yeah. His father, Dominic Rayola, was a... All-American at Nebraska. Of course. That's why they thought they had a chance. Yep. That's crazy. Uh, he went and visited USC. You know who else has, uh, had a sibling who played at Nebraska? Who? Joe Burrow. Ooh, did he really? Yep. And they did not offer him a scholarship. Ah. It was that. his dream school. Wow. Even better. I didn't know this. Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. I just know that Ohio State treated him wrongly. So, uh Yep. He just went and balled out at LSU. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Had the best season ever. 
Um, the Buffs tried to get in on Rayola. They were late, though. Offered him just in February. Uh, visited Nebraska at the end of February. And then he had that stint at USC where it looked like he was maybe going to be a Trojan. Wow, that's a bar from DCB. Rules are meant to be broken. <laughs> Ooh. Save that one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but the rich get richer in Georgia. Um, our boy, Uncle Neely, had a tweet. Yeah. That went out the other a day. Bang- yeah, this was a banger. It was a banger. It was a whole production from our guy, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he killed it. Whenever you're ready, Alyssa, let's, uh, let's show the people what Neely has to say. Let Neely cook. You know, every story you turn to is Coach Prime this, Coach Prime that. What is he doing? Kicking everybody off the team. All kinds of outlandish and extreme statements. But no one is talking about who all he's bringing in. You know, you had some 50 to leave during his time this spring. Some media reports were counting it as high as 70, but they were including walk-ons and going all the way back to before Coach Prime was even hired. The true number, 53 but he's already brought in 42 student athletes to build this program. And when you look at the 53 that has departed, no one is talking about where did they land? Where did they end up going? Even when you looked at the 53 before they departed, nobody wanted to talk about their impact that they had on the 111 team. You know, when you elect a president, they get to shape their new cabinet. So Coach Prime's fingerprints are all over this cabinet from coaching staff to players, and he ain't done yet. Think about this. Coach Prime has a JUCO walk-on tryout coming up at the end of the month. Already 200-plus athletes are registered for that camp. So Coach Prime is keeping some of those scholarships in his pocket because he knows he's going to find a dog and he knows we're still coming. So everybody wanted to panic over the portal and go out there with headlines and clickbaits, but where's that same intensity? Boy, seeing how you guys go rewrite, repent, preprint, we run all these things. And you run it with the same intensity that you ran this other stuff. Can you run it with the same intensity? I want to see if it's possible. That's <laughs> so good. Let Neely cook. He's right, though. Oh, everything he said. The coverage of all these guys coming in, no one cares. It's, uh, it's so disingenuous. It's so gross. Like, everyone wants to create a controversy uh, out of the players transferring out, n- no one is taking the time other than you know us and other people close enough to the program to actually be paying attention. Right. Uh, no one is taking the time to look at what else has happened. I mean, there's still places coming out with their little hit pieces uh, on all the on the Exodus, and we've already moved on to the next chapter. Yeah. Like, y- you know what I mean? Uh, so. It's just mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling that you know every other day there's some new thing. I feel like there was something that came out this weekend that I like laughed at. Of uh, some, <laughs> what was it? Well, the Post had an article. Oh, exactly. And we're still talking about what's going out. That's old news, man. Mm-hmm. Like like Neely said, forty-two in, fifty-three out, forty-two in in a matter of weeks. Well, that's the thing that he pointed out right off the top and that's something that's pretty funny is the number 70 or 60 something always gets thrown around factoring in graduates players that entered the portal back in december that like we already talked about yep and uh walk-ons like he said yeah it's crazy yeah walk-on entering the portal doesn't even make sense to me i know 
<laughs> it does. How does that even work? Does that just mean like any student on campus can enter the portal? Right. <laughs> Go uh, sign up for one class at CU, just and you enter can make the post that yeah, you're in the portal. <laughs> so yeah, uh, great job by Neely, just putting it into perspective, and we're kind of just waiting for the right moment when the the roster is is a little more full filled out to do our full kind of expose on the on the comparison between what went out and what came in. Right. And I'm seeing people in the comments talk about what Sanford said. I don't think what Sanford said was anything that bad. Ooh, though. is that I didn't see it. Okay. Give me a minute then. Okay. Um, Let's talk about it cuz I'm I'm curious. I saw um a lot of posts. I will say a lot of the coaches that I've heard speak on this, there's just a very clear undertone of jealousy. And I would understand that, but I don't think that what Mike Sanford has said really indicates that. Let me know. So um, this was published yesterday. XCU Buffs coach Mike Sanford on Coach Prime transfers recruiting. Not every single kid on that team was a 1-11 person. So in the article, he's quoted... No one said they were 1-11 people, by the way. Right, yeah. He's quoted in the article. Um, he was invited to Brady Russell's draft party. Um, okay. and he said, that party kind of reconnected me as to why you do this in the first place. I was at that party, and there were a bunch of former CU players, and I was like, I love these kids. Um, of course, he put out that tweet that, was it May 1st? Remember, um, if any coaches... It's right here. If any coaches want any unbiased info on any of the CU players in the portal, shoot me a DM with your number and I'll call you. I'll shoot you straight. I have no dog in the fight. Um, he then continued, I will be one of the first to say I was a 1-11 offensive coordinator and interim coach. I will own that. Um, but I will say not every single kid on that team or every coach on the staff was a 1-11 person. Just based on conversations I've had with Blue Bloods, there were some that were viewed that way. A lot of them were having to play in games as freshmen or true sophomores in some of those instances, some of them were growing up as players as the year went on. I almost feel like they didn't know where to go, talking about the players that entered the portal, because this is new around college football, as we all know, and it's the reality. But they also don't know exactly who to go for for advice. How far should I let my son drop, talking about being a parent? Uh, my motivation really for all of this was that I really care about these people. I wanted to just help bridge that gap and basically counsel players to see what seems like a good fit. Uh, he continues, there were some really good players on that C roster, really young players, developing players, growing up in real time, probably getting playing time before they normally would. But I also completely understand the business nowadays, which is very different. Everybody is evaluated on the idea of winning right now, this year. That's the way it goes. You have to win right now. To think about winning in two, three, four years rather than winning this year based on how I was raised in college coaching, I think I'm more accustomed to that three, four, five-year cycle of program building. Okay, so this is – I think what he said, everything he said is pretty fair. Um, but what he didn't realize is what he said was, I have no dog in the fight, and that's why they were 1-11. They had no dogs in the fight. Right. <laughs> That's the problem. The ones that are dogs are here. Mm -hmm. They're staying around. And I'm sure there's going to be one or two guys, maybe a few more. Well, there's definitely going to be some guys who go out and ball at the lower levels that they transfer to. 
and that's awesome for them. And hopefully, you know, they get their opportunity to, to go to the next level. And there's going to be one or two guys who ball out at this level. And people are going to say, well, what happened here? And it's just like, you're missing the greater point here, which is what he said at the end there, which kind of redeemed him. It's just like, you are being judged on winning now. Coach Prime did not walk in here and say, oh, what kind of good development projects do we have on the roster? <laughs> right. It's just not the way that's not the way he's looking at this. He said from day one, I'm here to win now. Yep. Here to win now. And he needs players who can help him win right now. So he's not looking around and saying, oh, that guy could be good in three or four years. Mm-hmm. It's just not the way he's, he's approaching it. There are, you know, when this cycle extends over time, there will be a, a position for guys to come in and develop, right? Like, once you are coming in with a solid four-year class of freshmen every year, then you can start to space it out. So right. it's like, okay, it's okay if that guy doesn't start right away because there was a guy who came in in 2023 who is now a junior who was balling in that position. And we can bring this guy in. And have him, you know, good to go by the time that guy's out. Right. But that's not the position that Coach Prime came into. He came into a position with a completely and utterly bare cupboard. And he wants to win right now. So he can't concern himself with development projects because that's not the position that he's in. Mm -hmm. So I don't think Sanford was wrong necessarily in he was very careful about the way that he said things. He didn't, he never said anything along the lines of they were stupid to let this guy go or that guy go. Right. Because I I think he knows that he knows what's going on here, which he said at the end, which was, I understand the business and you're evaluated on what you can do right now. So not as bad as I thought based on some of the comments I heard. I understand there is still the like, he's attached to those players and that's understandable. He coached them and, Mm -hmm. you know, I think had a great relationship with them. So there's a little bit of like, Hey, this isn't fair that you're seeing from a lot of people who have attachments to these players, their parents, whoever it may be the, you know, the high school coaches who are right up in arms because their guy got shown the door. But in the end he, he knew he knows. And he said, it's a win now business. Uh, and Coach Prime has to win now, so he's not looking at who's going to be good three years from now because he can worry about that when he's recruiting for the 2024 and 2025 classes. Right. Yeah, man, I don't think he said anything that was that crazy or, like, backhanded compliment. I mean... No, but, of course, they cooked up the headline. Well, that's out of his control. No, I know, but I'm just saying that's why people are like, right. F this guy. Right. Because they cooked up the headline to make it look like he was kind of like whining about what Coach Prime was doing, which exactly. I don't really think he did. And, you know, that is one of the things he told us when we had a sit-down interview with him. He's like, I think this is my favorite team I've ever been around because yeah. he really loved those players. And he said, not everyone is a 1-11 person. Mm-hmm. None of us think they're 1-11 people. Right. Maybe there were a couple, uh, but... No, that you know, you can be a thirteen and no, uh, thirteen and no person with a one and eleven record. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess that's possible, right? <laughs> um, Travis Hunter has. We spoke about him on Friday. Andre and I did. I don't know if you saw his YouTube video over the weekend, but uh, he got a new nil de- nil deal with a. 
fishing company of sorts Let's that go. makes gear, um, like the glasses that like let yeah. you see into the water and shit like that. Um, anyways, he got another deal. I'm trying to find out the name of this company, but um, he posted pictures on Instagram. It's like a a new football like apparel company, gloves oh, and stuff like that. He's sick. like decked out in like generic ass Colorado. Not doesn't even doesn't even say Colorado. No mm-hmm, logos or nothing. Yeah. Just white and black uniforms. Um, let me get this company name for you. Uh, but he said he's been rocking it for a while. There's so yeah, a lot of these times these deals you can't use the schools, yeah, logos and stuff in them, especially with apparel like that. Next for, trend is what it's called for obvious reasons. Uh, but I love this. I I really want Travis to have the ultimate success via the spirit of what NIL was meant to be. The spirit of what NIL is meant to be is good players being able to profit off their name, image, and likeness because businesses want to partner with them to endorse their brand. Mm -hmm. The other thing, of course, was things like jersey sales, and you go on down the list. Never was the intention of NIL to set up collectives from boosters so that they could just legally pay the players the way they were illegally paying the players before, and that's the way it's gone here. What I think is going to eventually happen is they're going to put the clamps on that. So with Coach Prime's philosophy, which is a lot more uh, of what I was just talking about, he's going to be able to say, well, look at the way Travis succeeded via NIL here at Colorado. Look at the Mm -hmm. way that Shador succeeded via NIL here at Colorado by the real way. So then when the $13 million checks are cut off, Colorado can point to the real NIL stuff. And I, and I think that's as soon as next year, really, Jake. Like, right. They're going to find a way to stop schools from being able to offer these kids contracts, basically, yeah. that they aren't even legally bound to. Yep. And so keep raking it in, Trav. Yeah, exactly. I think he's doing it right and is one of the actual like good examples of NIL so far. I mean, Coach Prime's admitted like they're not going to be handing out collective deals here at Colorado. It's just not how it's going to be. But he's got some like when he doesn't want the freshman making four million dollars exactly when he hasn't earned the damn thing on the field. But Travis, I mean, proved it last year in yep. limited playing time yep. while hurt, and is kind of reaping the benefits already of just being a good personality and a great player. That's all that's happening, really. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, he looks like a, like a killer here, man. <laughs> I can't wait to see him on the field. Did you watch his wide receiver video? Yes. Oh, my God. Dude, the shake that he has is incredible. <laughs> Again, he looks so big now, too. He's going to be out there just throwing kids around. People are not ready for that. No. A lot of people still out there calling him a string bean and things like that. They're, they're in for a rude awakening. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's still getting bigger. Like Again, I never thought 195 was fathomable, mm-hmm. and he's on the doorstep. That fishing video is great, though, too. He's so funny. Oh, yeah. He's amazing. Uh, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. You guys know we love our Breck beers here at DMBR. Game one's tomorrow night? Yep. Let's go, man. Yep. We got that uh, game six dub. The Sixers lost. It's just good vibes here at the DMBR bar. For real. As I said yesterday, I don't even have time to care about the Sixers because all of my haters reserved for the Lakers. And I know that we have some Lakers fans that watch this show. Yep. 
Don't take it personally. The Nuggets are 0 7 against the Lakers in the playoffs? Why would you bring up? Old I didn't shit? know that. <laughs> I, fa- I found that out like yesterday. I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. So I've always wa- I wanted the Lakers this year uh, I, I, because it's like they're the final boss for us. They always have been. Uh-huh. Um, so you kind of have to slay, slay the dragon. Yep. Um, but I'm pretty sure the Nuggets were underdogs in every, all seven of those series. This are they favored? favors. Let's go. So tables have turned a little bit. I'm extremely confident. I love that. Um, you can celebrate the Nuggets with the Mile High City Golden Ale. Uh, our favorites, the Strawberry Sky, the Mountain Beach Sour, Vanilla Porter Jr., or the Avalanche Amber Ale right in front of me. Melissa, just ban all of these people. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you can check out their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a beer near you. Also, shout out to Fubo TV. Over 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device. You get a thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge, and you can watch the Nuggets beat the Lakers in six games Let's go. or less. Let's go on Fubo TV. Um, There's you- some Lakers fans who haven't been paying close enough attention to the Nuggets who are mm-hmm. in for a rude awakening. Uh huh. Daniel says Nuggets in five. Um, go to www.fubotv.com slash dmvr and you can sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm not saying my series score because I haven't said it for any mm-hmm. any uh, any of these series. And as you know, I'm the most superstitious person. So no series prediction for me. That's fair, man. I do have you, it in my head. Do You do you, dude. Thank you. We believe in you. Thank you. <laughs> um all right questions is coach prime having surgery this week i haven't heard that have you I have not either if he does I i'm wish a little him behind well. on on youtube videos so maybe there was something dropped in there um possibly i'm a bit behind after the weekend too um lone wolf when you do the transfer when do you think the transfers signed their NLI? Are they just verbally at the moment? I was surprised when the wide receiver switched to West Virginia. So transfers are weird. Yeah. I honestly don't really know how it works, but I do I'm assuming some of these guys maybe had to graduate. You don't you're not locked into a transfer agreement until you enroll in classes. Yeah. So basically you can flip from a transfer all the way up until the last week before school starts. Um, of course, we talked about this, I think, before, but this is what happened to Colorado with Davis Webb, who's now the Broncos mm-hmm. uh, quarterbacks coach, is he committed to transfer from Texas Tech to Colorado. He was behind Patrick Mahomes there. And, like, we spent our whole offseason talking about him. And then at the damn near right before the fall camp was starting, he flipped – Maybe I'm misremembering the timeline a little bit, but late in the game, he flipped to Cal uh, and it just kind of like kind of left us scratching our heads. Of course, it also then led to Cepho Lufau's redemption season, which was sick. Right. Um, But yeah, the transfer stuff is weird. There's not really anything locking you down like there is with the NLI. Comments are saying Coach Prime is going in for surgery. Tenth foot surgery this week. Man, tough. We'll thinking be thinking of, coach. of yep. yep. Next question from Angela. 
Jenkins Arcade, Coach Prime, old school ways are a big hit today. After the Ja Morant stuff, I think a lot of kids and parents want Coach Prime to teach their kids how to handle off-field stuff. I mean, there is a, probably not a better former athlete who just gets it and knows how to be professional like Coach Prime does. The Jaw stuff is sad, man. I'm just scared that that story's going to end sadly. Yeah. Uh, and I'm really hoping it doesn't. But, man, I just, I don't know. You just want to, like, be like, Ja, come on, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough to see stuff like that. From Sean, I saw the running back out of Notre Dame said he coming any word. Who dat? Who dat? Um, you can do the next question. I'll get back to this. I can read it too while you're looking at that. Okay. Uh, Keith says, gentlemen, how many scholarships are now available? What is the max number of co- uh, college squad can have on the roster? Thanks. So you get 85 scholarships, of course. Uh, I believe they are down to eight. Nine, I believe. Nine. Oh, right, because of Horton. Yep. Um, so there you go. Nine of those are available. Um, and I don't think there is a limit on how many walk-ons you can have. I don't think so. And um, I think they're going to try and get as many as possible. wouldn't be surprised if they hand out some preferred walk-on offers at this camp at the end of the month here. Yep, for sure. Okay, so reading up on this, his name is Logan Diggs. Mm, good name. Um, he was given a crystal ball to LSU, two of them. This was one, both of them on the 27th, so fairly recently. He was mentioned in this article from 247 Sports. He's visited South Carolina. Mm, yeah, I haven't seen any Colorado link, just looking into it right now. So, But maybe he tweeted that he's going to visit. That's the way Sean kind of oh, made okay. it sound. Well, um, let me see real quick. Okay. Let's go to the next question. Let's try to get to 300 likes, too. Jake and RK, what players are reporting today? Like showing up here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess some graduations went down over the weekend, so that could be a possibility. Uh, also, High schools are getting pretty close to ending, depending on the way the system is. So there could be some guys coming up to Boulder. I think we're close to like 15 days until Cormani's here. Okay. There um, we go. By the way, I haven't seen anything. Cormani's looking bigger, too. He is. <laughs> there was that video yep. of him working out. Yeah. And I was like, geez. Guy was doing, I don't know how much weight is in that vest, but he was moving that weight pretty easily. Yep. So with Logan Diggs, all he did was quote tweet the Giannis tweet. I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm coming with the target emoji. That's all I've seen. Interesting. Wait, the Giannis tweet? Yeah, you haven't seen this? <laughs> this one? People keep quote tweeting it and like it's like a meme in and of in and of itself now. <laughs> uh, okay. Did he tweet that this morning? No, he tweeted this uh, on the ninth. Okay. <laughs> it's got over two hundred seventy five thousand likes. Over 25,000 retweets and 10,000 quote tweets. This Is this the guy you were just looking at? Audric Estime. That name sounds familiar. That is a hell of a name. Um, he did tweet him coming 16 hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> With no context? Literally, I'm coming just on Twitter. That's all it says. Could have been about anything if you think about <laughs> <I know>. it. <laughs> 
what a time to be alive where that could just be tweeted out there and it's just like all right crazy i don't know man let me see is he even in the portal i swear tv says rk and jake which uh did you watch barstool youtube coach prime season of his first year at jsu yet uh, I saw you say go Lakers in the comments, so I will not be answering. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I've, I haven't. I've just watched clips. Yeah, same. Whatever pops up on YouTube and all these Twitter clips and stuff. I yep. don't think Audric Estime is in the portal. Okay. Good for him, then. <laughs> He's coming, he says. <laughs> 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 Key, which online transfer do you also have in the biggest impact? I think Landon Beebe. Ooh, that's kind of a hot take. Coming in as a grad transfer, has played left tackle, has played all over the offensive line. I'm going to stick by what my eyes told me on tape and say Savion Washington. Not, I, I wouldn't necessarily say he had a great spring. Yeah, I was um, going to say, you worried about the benching at all? Yeah, uh, yes. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe that he gets it together. He posted a... Like two clips on his Twitter of him just absolutely burying oh, his teammates in practice. <laughs> Were they transfer portal guys though? Someone had their number, and I I think it might have been Trevor. Wow, <laughs> that he just laid on. Trevor versus Savion Washington is a bad matchup. For it is Trevor. a bad matchup. <laughs> but uh, maybe don't land on guys who have been given their numbers. Yeah, like that's true. True. <laughs> EJ with the super chat, Coach Prime. Uh, then we're not in interested in Shane Hooks. If they did, they want. If they did want him, they would have had him in for a visit. They also never officially offered him either. Yeah, there you go. That's just. I mean, it'd be nice. It'd be great to have another big wide receiver. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, I just don't think Coach Prime is really recruiting him. Yeah. Papa, freshman that will get major playing time, other than Dylan Edwards. Other than Cormani McLean? Dylan Cormani. I think one of uh, O'Marion Miller and Adam Hopkins is going to pop. Yep. Did any freshmen get their numbers? I don't think that I can remember. Dylan never got one? Mm-mm. Crazy. Well, he put out a tweet, like something like mentioning 10. I think and that's, that's his... what he wore at the spring yes. game. Yes. So... Really wanted him in one, and Where Neely said he him? thinks that maybe no one's gonna get one. Yeah, <laughs> wild. Uh, or it might have been a Reach the People video where. Oh, it was Hurtado who he was laying on. Oh, <laughs> it was Hurtado. Yeah, it was someone with the number. He put the hurt in Hurtado. Yep. <laughs> also, by the way, did you see Dylan Edwards posted that uh, video of him running routes? Yeah. He's out there working, man. He's looking sudden too. Yep. Anything else? From Anthony, I know we have filled holes all over. Plenty of guys in the trenches, especially on the edge on D-line, but what about DT and nose guard? You should go back and watch Thursday's show where we watched Bishop Thomas tape. Yeah. <laughs> Zach Blackwood tape, too. Yeah. Um, They're pretty all right on the defensive line now. Yeah, I think we're doing okay. Who's the, the? Is it Leonard? What's Payne? Leonard Payne, yes, from Fresno State. Yeah, he's a big boy in the middle, three hundred pound guy. Um, who else do we got? 
Derek McClendon, the big defensive end out of Florida State. Oh, Caleb was a freshman who got his number. Oh, Caleb did get his number. That's right. That's actually really impressive. I didn't think about it that not only was he a walk-on getting his number, he was a walk-on freshman getting his number yeah. and the only freshman to get his yeah. number. And probably should be mentioned in a freshman who could contribute this year. For sure. Yeah, he looked good in the spring game. Lamar, any Nuggets bets you feel good about? RK. Ooh. I haven't honestly looked yet at anything other than the series price, uh, which was Nuggets minus 150 last I looked. Um, so obviously I like that. Um, there's got to be some good bets available on Jokic rebounds. Like you can kind of track Jokic in certain things that he does more and more in big games. Uh, and honestly, if you go back and look at his numbers against the Lakers this year, um, rebounding was something that really popped out for him. So I like that. Jokic over 13 and a half rebounds is plus money. Sheesh, they're already, they, they already know. Yeah. I'll still take it, though. Um, Yoke's going to have some crazy, like, 30-20 games oh, yeah. in this series. Um, I want to try and see if I can get this triple-double. Also, obviously, Anthony Davis is a great defender, but anytime a team wants to run single on him, I'll just take his points. Jokic only plus 105 for a triple-double tomorrow night. Isn't that crazy? It's amazing. What's LeBron? For a triple-double? <laughs> Plus eighteen hundred. <laughs> Think about that, dude. That's amazing. They're saying Jokic is eighteen times more likely. That's insane, man. Very insane. Uh, the Nuggets are six point favorites going into tomorrow's game. Minus two thirty on the money line. Let's go. Let's go. Anything else today? Alrighty. Good show. We'll be back tomorrow. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs. 